Welcome to Jury Duty. I'm your host, Carrie Antholis. This season of Jury Duty explores the criminal trial stemming from the tragic death of Ahmaud Arbery, a 25-year-old black man who was pursued by three white men, Travis and Greg McMichael and William Roddy Bryant, and was eventually shot to death by one of those men, Travis McMichael. This is a special episode of Jury Duty. Today, Wednesday, November 24th, 2021, at approximately 1.38 p.m. Eastern Time, the verdict of the jury in the trial of these three defendants was read by Judge Timothy Walmsley. We are going to play the reading of that verdict, and then we will return and break down each of the nine counts faced by all three men. At the end of our episode, we will be joined by our consulting producer, Paul Butler, who will offer his thoughts on this verdict. That's all coming up after the break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. At approximately 1.35 p.m. Eastern Time, November 24th, the jury in the trial of Travis and Greg McMichael and William Roddy Bryan was escorted into the courtroom and their verdict was read by Judge Timothy Walmsley. We are now going to play those events as well as the polling of the jury in their entirety with some light editing of the sections where the jury is walking in and papers are passed around the courtroom. We will begin with the bailiff announcing the jury's return. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Madam Foreperson, I understand you have reached a verdict as to each defendant. We have. Please hand your verdict forms to the sheriff. All right. I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows. In the Superior Court of Glynn County, State of Georgia, the State of Georgia versus Travis McMichael, case number CR000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Oh. I'm going to ask that whoever just made an outburst be removed from the court, please. As this court has indicated, I ask that there be no outbursts in the court. 
and I expect as much from the gallery. Please respect the court's um, desire for this as we move forward. If you feel like you need to make a comment or otherwise demonstrate with respect to the verdict, I do ask that you step out of the courtroom now. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Dated this 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the fourth person. Have a seat. As to Gregory McMichael, in the Superior Court of Glenn County, the State of Georgia versus Greg McMichael, case number CR0, I'm sorry, 2000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. This 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the As to William R. Bryan, in the Superior Court of Glenn County, State of Georgia, State of Georgia versus William R. Bryan, case number CR2000433, jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count seven, Aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. 
we, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Signed this 24th day of November by the foreperson. Go ahead and see. Court having read the verdicts and accepted the verdicts, anything from the state? No, Your Honor, nothing from the state. Anything from the defense? We ask the jury be polled, Your Honor. All, all defendants ask the jury be polled? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask each of you individually a set of two questions with respect to the verdicts that I have just read. If you could please respond when you hear your juror number. Juror number one, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and, it is, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number two, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? I, heard, I think I can't. Okay, two. Juror number three, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes. Juror number four, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number five. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number seven. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number eight. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number nine. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 10, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 11, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 12, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. And juror 16, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. The jury has been polled. Anything further from the defense? No, Your Honor. From Greg McMichael? No, Your Honor. From Mr. Bryan? No, Your Honor. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what that means with the court having accepted your verdict is that your role in this case is now at an end. What we're going to do today is I'm going to have all of you, the panel and the three alternates, go ahead and retire into the jury room. I'm going to address a couple matters logistically with you in the jury room uh, once we get done here. But before we do that and before I excuse you, I do want to thank you publicly for your service here in Glynn County. It has been a, uh, a long uh, trial, and I appreciate the fact that you have been attentive. You've listened to the evidence, um, and that is what we ask in this court. It's a very simple ask in a very complex way, um, so it's appreciated. When we all got together, I, I say we all got together, when we got together at different times, I said that I was going to thank you a number of times and how I was going to tell you I do truly appreciate your time here. Hopefully you understand why I said that when we started. I do also hope that you got a little bit of an insight into 
what goes on in a, in a trial uh, and uh, maybe understand a little bit more of how important it is for members of our community to come down and be part of this process and serve as jurors in this community. So again, thank you for that service. And I'll come address you all in just a moment. You are excused. All right, for the jury. All right, it is this court's usual practice with regard to sentencing to go ahead and give everybody some time to put together uh, what they need to put together for a full sentencing hearing. I'm going to have to look at the schedule and see how that works um, uh, with my schedule up in Chatham County and the schedule here in Glynn County. I'll get back to everybody about some dates and see what works uh, with, respect, with respect to dates. That should give everybody an opportunity to put together whatever evidence may be shown in aggravation from the state or mitigation from the defense. Hopefully we'll get to that in the next couple of weeks. Again, I'll make sure council knows what those dates are. Um, that addresses the open matter then before the court. Anything from the state before we adjourn? Nothing further from the state, Your Honor. From Travis Smith, Michael. No, Your Honor. From Greg Michael. No, Your Honor. And for Mr. Bryan. No, you are. Right. The defendants then are ordered to remain in the custody of the sheriff, and we are adjourned. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are now going to break down each of the counts and the verdicts and maximum sentences of each. Count one was for malice murder. The defendant stood accused of unlawfully, with malice aforethought, causing the death of Ahmaud Arbery by unlawfully chasing him through the public roadways of the Satilla Shores neighborhood in pickup trucks and shooting him with a shotgun. Travis McMichael was found guilty of this charge. Greg McMichael was found not guilty. William Roddy Bryan was found not guilty. The maximum penalty for this charge is life without the possibility of parole. Count two was for felony murder. The defendant stood accused of causing the death of Ahmaud Arbery, irrespective of malice, while in the commission of a felony, aggravated assault, which in this instance was an assault upon the person of Ahmaud Arbery with a firearm, deadly weapon, to wit, a 12-gauge shotgun. Travis McMichael was found guilty of this charge, as was his father, Greg McMichael, William Roddy Bryan was found not guilty of this charge. The maximum penalty for this charge is life without the possibility of parole. Count three was also for felony murder. The defendant stood accused of causing the death of Ahmaud Arbery, irrespective of malice, while in the commission of a felony, aggravated assault, which in this instance were multiple assaults upon the person of Ahmaud Arbery with a Ford 150 pickup truck and a Chevy Silverado pickup truck, objects, devices, and instruments which, when used offensively against a person, are likely to result in serious bodily injury. All three men were found guilty of this charge. It carries a maximum penalty of life without the possibility of parole. Count four was also for felony murder. 
The defendant stood accused of causing the death of Ahmaud Arbery, irrespective of malice, while in the commission of a felony, which in this instance is false imprisonment, defined as unlawfully confining and detaining Ahmaud Arbery in violation of his personal liberty without legal authority. To wit, said accused did chase Ahmaud Arbery with a Ford 150 pickup truck and a Chevy Silverado pickup truck through the public roadways of the Satilla Shores neighborhood and did confine and detain Ahmaud Arbery on Holmes Drive using said pickup trucks. All three men were found guilty of this charge, which carries the maximum penalty of life without the possibility of parole. Count five was also for felony murder. The defendant stood accused of causing the death of Ahmaud Arbery, irrespective of malice, while in the commission of a felony, which in this instance was criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment, defined as knowingly and intentionally attempting to commit the crime of false imprisonment, in that said accused did perform acts which constitute a substantial step toward the commission of said crime, the details of which were set forth in the previous count. Travis McMichael, Greg McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan were all found guilty on count five. This count, again, carries the maximum sentence of life without the possibility of parole. Count six was for aggravated assault, defined as assault upon the person of Ahmad Arbery with a firearm, deadly weapon, to wit, a 12-gauge shotgun. Travis McMichael and Greg McMichael were found guilty of this charge. William Roddy Bryan was found not guilty of this charge. Count 6 carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Count 7 was also for aggravated assault, defined as an assault upon the person of Ahmad Arbery with a Ford F-150 pickup truck and a Chevy Silverado pickup truck, an object, device, and instrument which, when used offensively against a person, are likely to result in serious bodily injury. All three men were found guilty on this charge. This count carries a maximum penalty of 20 years. Count 8 was for false imprisonment of Ahmad Arbery, defined as unlawfully confining and detaining Ahmad Arbery in violation of his personal liberty without legal authority. To wit, said accused did chase Ahmad Arbery with a Ford 150 pickup truck and a Chevy Silverado pickup truck through the public roadways of the Satilla Shores neighborhood and did confine and detain Ahmad Arbery on Holmes Drive using said pickup trucks. All three men were found guilty on this charge. The maximum penalty for false imprisonment is 10 years. Count 9 was for criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment, defined as knowingly and intentionally attempting to commit the crime of false imprisonment, in that said accused did perform acts which constitute a substantial step toward the commission of said crime. To wit, said accused did, in violation of the personal liberty of Ahmad Arbery, unlawfully chase Ahmad Arbery through the public roadways of the Satilla Shores neighborhood in pickup trucks and did attempt to confine and detain Ahmad Arbery without legal authority on Burford Drive using a Ford F-150 pickup truck and a Chevy Silverado pickup truck. All three men were found guilty of this crime. Count nine carries a maximum penalty of five years. Before they reached their verdict, the jury asked Judge Walmsley to play for them two pieces of evidence from the trial. The first was the video taken by defendant Roddy Bryan that shows the killing of Ahmad Arbery. The second was the 911 call made by Greg McMichael in the moments just before his son Travis McMichael shot Ahmad Arbery. We're going to play that 911 call for you as it has become the center of much of the commentary in the aftermath of the jury's verdict. 
911. What's the address of emergency? Uh, I'm not here. It's Silver Shores. It's a black male running down the street. So tell where, where, where at Satella Shores? I don't know what street we're on. Stop right there. Is it? Stop. As you know, our consulting producer on this podcast is Georgetown Law Professor, MSNBC analyst, and one of the nation's most frequently consulted scholars on issues of race and criminal justice, Paul Butler. Paul sent us these reflections on the verdict in the trial for the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. What is your emergency? There's a black man running down the street. That was a refrain in the prosecutor's closing. That was also what Gregory McMichael told the police when he called 911, a black man running down the street. In those words, there is an American history of racial violence and white supremacy and unequal justice under the law. Criminal trials are not instruments of social change, but they can tell us something about social progress. Today we learn that in 2021, in Glen County, Georgia, three white men were held accountable when they hunted down and killed an innocent black man. In Georgia, in 2021, one black victim received equal justice under the law That counts as progress. Travis McMichael was convicted of both malice murder and felony murder. Gregory McMichael and Roddy Bryan were found not guilty of malice murder and guilty of felony murder. That could mean the jurors did not find that they had the intent to kill Mr. Arbery. The difference is that Travis McMichael was the trigger man. Under the law, the other two could have been found guilty, but it's not unusual for jurors to single out the person who did the actual killing. Georgia has extremely tough sentencing laws. Both malice murder and felony murder carry a mandatory life sentence. The only discretion the judge has is to decide whether it's life with parole or without parole. But even if the judge grants them the possibility of parole, they have to serve 30 years before they become eligible. The defendants may appeal and try to get the verdict overturned by saying that the judge did not get the Georgia citizen arrest law right. They will also complain about evidence the judge did not allow, like Mr. Arbery's mental health records. Especially in a high-profile case like this, Both the judge and the prosecutors conduct the trial with an eye towards a possible appeal by the defendants. Prosecutors call it protecting their verdict. The reality is that guilty convictions are rarely overturned. The prosecution had evidence of racism by the defendants that they never used. As we've discussed, the most disturbing was that one defendant said that Travis McMichael called Mr. Arbery the N-word after he shot him. I think the prosecutors looked at the virtually all-white jury and did not want to be perceived as injecting race in the case. 
They gambled that they could win their case without this evidence, and they were right. The defense, on the other hand, consistently invoked race, including in problematic ways. One lawyer complained there were not enough Southern white men over 40 in the jury pool. That same lawyer tried to get black ministers excluded from the courtroom. Another defense attorney talked about Mr. Arbery's toenails, which she called dirty. But this virtually all-white jury did not let them get away with those racist tropes. That's a sign of progress. Every case has different facts. Kyle Rittenhouse persuaded a jury that each of the three men he shot posed a deadly threat to him. He said one man tried to grab his gun, another attacked him with a skateboard, and the third aimed a gun at him. In contrast, in the Georgia case, Mr. Arbery was unarmed, so it was harder for those defendants to say that they thought he was going to kill them. Another difference is that Mr. Rittenhouse had a $2 million legal defense fund that allowed his lawyers to stage two practice trials, one where Mr. Rittenhouse took the stand and one where he did not, to see which would work better. As far as we know, the defendants in the Georgia case did not have those resources. That concludes this episode of Jury Duty, The Killing of Ahmad Arbery. Join us on our next episode as we examine the second session of Prosecutor Linda Dunikowski's cross-examination of Travis McMichael. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You can find more information about this trial at crimestory.com. Jury Duty is created, produced, and hosted by yours truly, Carrie Antholis. Our consulting producer is Paul Butler. It was co-produced and edited by Chris Taracone. Music was provided by Strike Audio. Trial Audio is courtesy of Law & Crime Networks. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next episode of Jury Duty, The Killing of Ahmad Arbery.